Knowing what to post on social media for your business, when to post, how often, it can all be so overwhelming. And then the social networks constantly change things up on us, right? Want that problem to go away? Join thousands of entrepreneurs who get my daily social media marketing tips direct to their inbox for free. Each day, you'll get stories, tips, ideas, and inspiration so you can do better social media marketing, all designed to drive revenue and profits in your business without it taking up all your valuable time. And of course, if they ever aren't valuable anymore, you can easily unsubscribe at the bottom of any email. Sign up now while you're thinking about it at dailysocialmediatips.com. On today's show, we're sharing six ways to improve the next thing that you launch. These can be applied to something you've launched before and you're going to launch it again, or something brand new. All of these can make a big difference in your sales. And the last one is one that I think is scary to most entrepreneurs, but the one that I think can jump your sales the most, all right? Let's jump into it. There's no wrong way to be an entrepreneur, and that's the dirty little secret the business gurus don't want you to know. They want you to do things their way, but their way may not be your way. The key to success is finding the strategies that work best for you. Welcome to The Six Ways with Jerry Potter. All right, welcome to episode number 13 of The Six Ways, where every week we bring on a smart, innovative guest that is thriving in their field of expertise to share some of their best tips with us so that we can all achieve our entrepreneurial dreams, because I truly believe we all do better when we all do better. For those of you watching this on YouTube, uh, there are chapters in the description of the video, so if you're looking for a certain section, you can always jump ahead by clicking those. And the show is released both as an audio and a video podcast, and so you can find links to both versions in the notes that are attached to this episode. If we don't know each other, my name is Jerry Potter, founder of 5-Minute Social Media, and my guest today is Chelsea Hayes. Chelsea helps smart people launch digital courses and does it really, really well. Chelsea, welcome to the show. Hello. Thank you for having me. So tell me a little bit about more about how you help people launch their courses and just the context of what we're going to be talking about today. Yes, absolutely. So we specifically work with course creators to get their um, ideas packaged and formatted so that they can sell it to people. So we help our private clients uh, in three different ways, building out the tech, which tends to be the scariest thing. Uh, we use Kajabi, that's our platform of choice. Um, we also create the launch strategy. Every course is different, every course creator is different. So we have to have a custom uh, strategy for each person. And then we manage the project because there's about a thousand and one things that need to happen for a course launch. And so we make sure that everything gets done and on time. Yeah, well, and I love what you said at the second one where it's like every person is different, which is kind of a theme for this show, right? We're gonna share six ways and hopefully one or more will resonate with people, but there is not one way to do anything. And when we find things that are more aligned with who we are, oh my God, they go so much better. Sure. Um, and by the way, I... Like, obviously, I'm a social media coach, and that's what I focus on. I love tech. Like, there's times where it's like, well, if this business went away, I would love to build automations and figure out how to make things work and geek out over that stuff. So um, do you love that, or do you have somebody nope. else that does that in your business? I don't like tech at nope. all. <laughs> <laughs> but that is the means to be able to help people expand their reach, impact more people, generate more revenue for their business. And so I know how to do a lot of it. I don't like doing a lot of it. So I do have a team that helps me. Um, and they're in the ones that are actually doing a lot of the tech at this point. Um, okay. So, yes. Okay. 
found found a happy medium there. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. There for everything we hate doing in our businesses, yeah. somebody else it's like their favorite thing. Like yes. I have somebody that loves spreadsheets, and I'm like, cool. You are the analytics person. Enjoy. I like so, the spreadsheets. I like looking at the big okay. picture and all the steps. Yes. Okay. All right, we're going to share six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Chelsea brought three and I brought three. Also, our question of the week from Sandra, who said, what's the best social network for launching something new? Um, there's probably a lot of answers for that, but we'll definitely tackle that as well. So make sure you stay till the end of the episode. All right, um, six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Number one, Chelsea, you go first. The first thing is to have a proof of concept. So know that what you are selling actually works. And this can be really intimidating when you're starting something new because you don't actually know that. But what happens is if you have this idea and you don't test it, you don't have any proof, when it comes to selling it, you're not intentionally, but you come in at a little bit scared and unsure. And that shows through when you have your launch. So the thing I like to tell people is you might already know that what you do works. Maybe you work one-on-one -on -one with clients. Maybe it's something that you have done personally. Maybe it's something that you've done in your day job and now you have a side hustle business and you are bringing that experience and expertise in. That's fantastic. That's your proof. You know it works. But sometimes we have these ideas and we know they're great ideas and we want to share it with people, but we just don't have the solid facts and, and knowledge that something actually works. So one thing I like to tell my clients or people that are in my world is to do an alpha launch. And I even hesitate saying the word launch because that feels big <laughs> and scary. But yeah. if you think about it, we, we hear the word beta testing all the time. But in the Greek alphabet, there, beta is the second letter. The first letter is alpha. So it's the thing that needs to happen before you get to a beta. And so the alpha is when you can work one-on-one -on -one with people to test your idea. And it's really low-key um, setup. So I work with a lot of course creators. So I'll use that as an example. If a course creator, maybe it's somebody that wants to teach people how to start a photography, uh, photography business. So they teach people how to start a photography business. Maybe there's four different topics that they want to teach. So with an alpha launch, the way I teach it or the way I suggest my people go through this process is find five people that want to learn what you teach or they want to have this experience and go through it with them one-on-one. -on -one. So if it's a digital course, um, mm. if you have four topics, you're going to meet one-on-one -on -one with those people and talk about a specific topic for each call. So you'll have four one-on-one -on -one calls and you're just walking them through that process one-on-one. -on -one. It does not have to be like this whole big production. All you need is a person. You need a payment processor because I do recommend that they pay you. when I you was going to ask about that because yes, I think that's yes. important too. Yeah. Yes. So my thought is when you pay, when somebody pays, they pay attention. They are in it. They have skin in the game. And so this is not something where you just go find your neighbor and say, hey, let me just like tell you about <laughs> photography and they have no intention of doing anything with it. These are people that actually want to learn what it is that you do. So you find a person, there's a payment that goes through. Uh, you find a, a person, there's a payment that goes through and then Zoom, 
That's really all you need. There's not a lot yeah. of slides. There's not a product portal. There's not, you know, a big workbook. And you just go through with them one-on-one -on -one and teach them in these one-on-one -on -one Zoom calls what it is that you do. And what happens is through this process, um, sorry, um, what happens is through this process, uh, there's a lot, there's several things that happen. So one of them is you now have people that have paid you for this service. You now have proof that what you do works. You have happy clients and customers because they have gone through your process. You now have tested out your process and through these one-on-one -on -one conversations, you can test and tweak and adjust. So when you're ready to fully launch the thing, you've already worked through some of the kinks. Um, because you have happy customers, you also have testimonials now. And I think the biggest thing that happens when you do an alpha launch, when you have tested your process, when you have proof of concept here, is you, you have conviction in what you sell. You have confidence in what you sell. And that shows through when you have a sales page or when you are promoting the thing or you send out an email campaign because you now have proof that there are people out there that want to buy your thing and that they can get the results. And you, you just are able to show up in a much deeper way when you have your actual launch. Yeah. I mean, even without the the testimonials, which are obviously great, you know, I, I, I'm working with a woman right now, actually, I'm launching a little uh, digital course and we've talked a lot about pricing and yeah. I keep saying, I'm like, you have to believe that the price you're offering is worth it many times over, because if you don't, you will, it will come through when you talk about it. You'll be like, and it's this much. And, you know, it's a very uncomfortable thing. And even if you're not even aware of it, other people will be able to sense it. So I love that because it gives you the confidence to know that, yes, this is valuable. These people loved it. And I also love that you said you need to charge for it because they will not be invested. I learned that the wrong way. I was like, oh, hey, no. come take my course for free. And then it's like, oh, it's week two. Nobody's here now. <laughs> you know, yes. Go figure. Look what happens. So, yes. all right. Next up, number two, six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Uh, talk about it before you sell it. Mm. This seems obvious when you hear it, but it happens so often where, and I'll talk to people about, um, you know, joining my social media leads lab program where they'll say, well, I'm not launching my, uh, you know, my product for six months, or I'm not launching this new service for six months. And it's like, okay, well, when do you plan on posting about it? Well, I mean, when it's ready. Okay. Well, that is a, a, a terrible time to start talking about it for a, a number of reasons. But the, the most important one is people want what they can't have. The grass is always greener, all that mm. psychology about that. And so if you talk about something before it's available, just automatically people are like, oh, that's interesting. But if you talk about it and you give them the price and you tell them where to go sign up, now it's sales pitch and they're in the, they're in defense mode. Like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to, yes. I want to go that route. And so, so when you talk about it ahead of time, you talk about it when they can't have it, which seeds desire. But then more than that, you want people interested and excited. I also encourage people to ask people to help them create the thing. And then when it comes out, you're going to have people already ready to buy. That's why sometimes these Kickstarters are so successful because it's just like, oh man, there's that thing and it's not out yet. And I want it. And I want to help them. And I want to be part of that. And I think we can all do that in our own businesses by talking about our thing before it comes out. I love that. There used to be this notion with course creation and course launches and using live webinars. This is a few years ago 
but it was, you use a live webinar to warm up your audience and then bam, I have this course. And you just kind of came out of nowhere with this course topic. And it was almost like, um, it, it, it just, it just came out of nowhere. There was no like real time to warm people up. So I love the idea that you're planting the seed early on and then it can kind of, kind of ruminate and grow there. Um, so they're ready to purchase when the thing is actually available. Yeah. Can you imagine if like Hollywood movies didn't advertise until the day they came out? Right. And all of a sudden Friday, maybe you hear a commercial somewhere or you see an ad on TV and you're like, oh, that's out now. You know, but if you if we take the Barbie movie as the most recent just mega example, obviously we were hearing about it for months and months and months. And so I tell people, I'm like, hey, six months out, you can start talking about something. It is not too soon. You will get sick of it long before they do. (laughs) And, you know, you can always find new ways to think about it and talk about it, especially if it's evolving. So. All right. Up next, number three, six ways to improve the next thing you offer. What do you got, Chelsea? Set realistic expectations. So this, there's nothing that like kills an idea or kills a product or kills a service faster than unrealistic expectations. So in, in our world, um, if you have an email list, generally about one, maybe if you're really good, 5% of your email list will buy your course. So if you have an email list of 250 people and you say, I want to get 50 students in this next launch, that's Mm -hmm. not realistic. And so what happens is if you go into this launch to sell your course or sell your product or whatever, and you get three people to sign up, you are going to feel, or it's common, that people's emotions get into it and they feel like I'm a failure. Nobody wants what I have. My product is crap. And it's not any of those things. It's just that you didn't have realistic expectations going into it. So I love having goals. I love like, you know, pushing yourself and striving, but setting realistic expectations will be the thing that keeps you going. Because maybe you got three people this first time. Okay, great. Well, now we have three people in and we can keep going. We can launch again. And continue moving forward, continue refining, continue improving, continue tweaking. But if you have totally unrealistic expectations, you're going to take a dagger to the heart and you're most likely going to quit a lot sooner than you should. So that's so you said, you know, yeah, one percent of an email list. And so let's say that somebody has a thousand people and they say, okay, so I should be able to sell one percent would be what, 10 10 slots, right? Yeah. yeah. So I want to sell 10 slots and then they come back and they only sold four. Like, how do you talk to them about the next phase after something like that? Because we've Ooh, all, anyone who has tasted yes. success yes. has absolutely tasted failure. We've all done it somewhere along the way. Yeah, absolutely. And so if you're, the thing to know is these are guidelines. This is not hard facts that it, and nothing's a guarantee. So if you say, okay, I have a thousand person list. I want 10 people. I got four. That's probably an internal conversation that you need to have. Okay, what do I need to tweak? What's the lesson from this? What do I need to adjust so that when I launch again, people are ready for it? And a lot of times what happens when it's the, and this goes back to what you were just saying as well. When it's the first time you're creating something, people aren't really sure what it's about. So you launch, you get four people. Well, that's great. But you also have your other 996 people on your list that are starting, they've 
okay, they have now heard that this offer even exists. Maybe they're not ready to buy now. Yeah, some of them. Uh, Maybe they're not ready to buy now, but we're we're in it for the long haul. They might be ready for the next time. So it it does plant that seed. Sometimes it does take time to grow. Yeah. All right. Up next, number four, six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Um, Real quick, this episode is brought to you by dailysocialmediatips.com. You can join thousands of entrepreneurs that get my daily tips and uh, stories and inspiration straight to your inbox. And of course, the moment they're not helpful, you can unsubscribe if you get to that point anytime super easily. And you can sign up for those right now at dailysocialmediatips.com. All right. Six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Uh, Number four is to brainstorm all the reasons somebody won't buy. Now, you know from working with entrepreneurs, and I know for some of your people that that hire you, these are high-level entrepreneurs sometimes that are already wildly successful in another way, and they're adding a digital course, right? There's a lot of emotion. There's a lot of mindset, um, even though it's not part of the, the, the services you listed at the beginning of this episode. Mindset's probably a big part of what you do. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And so from a mindset standpoint, this starts off as a terrible exercise to brainstorm all the reasons somebody won't buy your thing. But in the end, it's a great mindset exercise. And so what you do is you think of all the reasons somebody won't buy your thing. So right now you can't see it, but I am wearing salmon colored shorts. Before I bought these salmon colored shorts, I went, oh, I don't think I can pull off salmon colored shorts. (laughs) I've gotten okay with it now. I think I got them about a year ago. But we all have these reasons we don't buy. And so literally everything, will it fit me? Will it fit my room? Am I going to finish? Am I going to start? Will I be successful? There are, are so many. And the more, the longer your list, the better, which also sounds counterintuitive. Like I thought of 181 reasons people won't <laughs> buy. Nobody will ever buy. But what you can do then is you can go back and you can change your offer to address as many of these different things as possible. And when you talk about your uh, product ahead of time, as we talked about in the the tip I gave a few minutes ago, you can actually address some of these before it even comes up. So these are all reasons that somebody would say no. These are their objections to buying your thing. And I always say the best time to address an objection is before it comes up. Now, the second best time is when it comes up. The last best time is after you're done selling your thing and say, hey, why didn't you buy? And they say, oh, because of this. And you go, oh, well, did you know this? And they go, oh, I would have bought. That doesn't really help anybody at that point. So So brainstorm a list of all the reasons that somebody won't buy, maybe get somebody else to help you um, so that it's less of a kick in the self-esteem teeth, but it can make a big, big difference because people don't buy, uh, people don't say yes to products or services. They run out of reasons to say no. And that's the most important thing that we need to address with this. I love that. It, It helps them feel equipped to handle when objections come up and And sometimes you realize, okay, well, it's not so scary, or I know how to talk through somebody, you know, that objection. Um, So I love that thought of just like preparing yourself for that and planning ahead. And um, there's so many opportunities to, to layer that into your sales pages and emails and just the conversations that you have about your product. I love it. Yeah. You will end up with a better product and a better offer um, in the end. So, all right. Up next, number five, six ways to improve the next thing you launch. What do you got, Chelsea? Mine is commit for the long haul. So I like to say in the digital course world, it's not one and done. You don't just launch it one time and then if it goes well, it's 
goes well or if it fails, you think, okay, now I need to just totally throw it away. Commit for the long haul. You launch, even if you do really well, there's always lessons learned to be tweaked and improved. Um, And when you create something like a digital course or any other product or any service, there's a lot of work that is done ahead of time or in the early stages. But when you commit for the long haul and know that this can be the thing that provides a lot of success in your business, generates revenue, allows you to reach more people, you approach it a little bit differently. So an example, I have a client, her and I started working together in 2020. So she spent a lot of time creating her digital course, eight modules long, you know, takes months and months to create that. Well, what we've done since 2020 is launched that exact same course eight times. Mm. And she does every launch is, you know, bigger and better, more people generates more revenue for her. And now she has this thing. She was in it for the long haul when she created it in 2020. But now she has this asset for her business that really she doesn't have to put in a ton of time and effort. I mean, it still takes focus and energy, but certainly not all of that uh, work that was front loaded at the beginning. But she did it at the beginning knowing I'm in it for the long haul. I'm going to recoup my benefits in, you know, year 2021, 22, and we're now 23 and she's still rolling with it. That's great. It's like having a best-selling book. And the first time yeah. I created a course, I was kind of like, oh, I have this thing and I can sell it over and over again. This is yes. this is fantastic. I think, yes, as you mentioned too, you, you do think about it differently. And I apply this to a lot of different things. If I decide I'm going to try something, I will tell myself I'm going to commit to this for at least six months or a year or something. Because what happens, and especially in my world with social media, is entrepreneurs tend to say, okay, I'm going to try on Instagram. And then 30, you know, 30 days later, they go, well, this buggy and this and that. I'm going to go yeah. see what's going on on LinkedIn. And we hop around and you're basically starting at zero every single time. When I started the five minute social media YouTube channel in 2017, I said, I'm going to post a video every week for a year, no matter what. I almost quit many, many, many times. I'm so glad that I didn't because it gave me a business and everything that I have in my life now. And that's why it's so important. Same thing with this show. Right here we are. We're in episode 13. And I said, I'm going to make this show for at least a year before I go, okay, well, it didn't do what I thought you know, it was going to do. And so that's going to mean 50-ish episodes uh, before we get to that point. So love, love, love that one. Okay. Um, next up, number six, six ways to improve the next thing you launch. This makes entrepreneurs very uncomfortable when I bring it up, but offer a generous money back guarantee. When I first started my business, I was like, well, I, I, don't, I'm, I can't afford to give refunds. I don't want to give refunds. People will take advantage of me. It was, it was very much a scarcity mindset. Um, now I try and operate out of an abundance mindset, which makes a massive difference. That's why on this show, the, part of the theme is, look, we all do better when we all do better. So let's help each other out. We, you know, The rising tide raises all ships. But guarantees remove the risk of somebody buying your product. And that's one of the reasons they might say no, or actually it could be 10 of the reasons they might say no to buying your thing because it won't work for me, it won't fit, I won't do it, I won't pay attention, I'll quit, you know, whatever it might be. And so when you have that guarantee, it makes a massive difference. And it's not enough to just say, you know, 14 day money back guarantee because that is like wallpaper, it just blends into the background. So I encourage you to come up with a guarantee, give it a fun name, um, one I saw was the shark infested waters guarantee. And I don't remember who originally had it, but it was basically if after a full year, you wouldn't jump into shark infested waters to grab our product, we'll issue you a full refund. It's like, who's going to forget that? 
Yes. And so um, in my signature course, 29 Days to Endless Free Leads, I offer the Love 3 or its free guarantee. It is a six-module course. You can go through the first three modules. And if you are not happy with it, you know, at that point, just let me know and we issue you a full refund. And the math on guarantees, and this is what generally calms business owners down when they hear this, the math on guarantees is let's say you're going to sell 10 of whatever you have. Well, you add a guarantee, you sell 15 instead because you remove the risk. Maybe two people asked for a refund. You still ended up with 13 sales instead of 10. Now, let's say you're going to sell 100 or 1,000 or whatever it might be. So those numbers grow in a massive, massive way. So do you talk guarantees with your people that you're launching courses? We do. We do. And in fact, yesterday, I just uh, updated my own personal guarantee. And Mm. and, and as a service provider, like you would probably think if somebody signs on, you know, there's time and money and we're actually doing the work. But my approach is very similar to yours. And it's also that you can't necessarily make a decision until you're in it, until you're on the inside. And when somebody signs on with um, with me and my team, we have a whole slew of resources and tools and and different things that uh, we use to create their course launch. And once they come inside and see it and that we're organized and that we have a plan and we have a process to pull their ideas out of their head and put it into a, a launch strategy, they feel at ease. But you don't really know that until you're really in it and you get to see everything. So I think guarantees are super helpful um, to to just ease that ease that buyer's mind that they're mm-hmm. they're in good hands and they have options yeah and 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 make it simple and right. um and I will say unless your product or service sucks then don't offer a guarantee because right. <laughs> it's gonna completely backfire on for you sure You're like Jerry told me I'd go from 10 to 15 sales and I did but then eight people asked for a guarantee you gotta believe in your product and you gotta know that it's right. And I and that's why with my course, I know if somebody goes through the first three modules, or even the first module, they go, okay, they're either in or they're out. And, you know, fortunately, pretty much everybody's in. I've issued a couple, um, but not many. And this is going, you know, all the way back to 2022. So it makes a massive difference. Yes. All right. We'll recap all six of these in a moment. Our question of the week from Sandra said, what's the best social network for launching something new? So what would you say to Sandra, Chelsea? It, it it just depends on your audience. Where is your audience? So if you work with a lot of uh, um, corporate people, LinkedIn might be your thing. If you have a lot of, you know, younger generation, maybe TikTok, um, where is your audience? And that is the platform. And that changes for for everyone. I will also say it's where do you want to be? So for me personally, I started a TikTok channel I was posted on it for, I don't know, six months. And then I realized I I just don't like TikTok. I'm an Instagram girl. <laughs> That's like where I go there. hang out on Instagram. Um, and so I thought, you know what? I can post all day long in TikTok. But if I'm not actively engaging with my people, it's just not, it just wasn't worth it for me. So I made that decision. Let me just pause the TikTok and go yeah. where my people are and where I want to show up and have those conversations and engage with my followers. Yeah, well, well put. And I think, you know, to answer this question, Sandra, it depends on if you have an audience or not. First of all, sure. if you have an audience, then yes, go wherever they are. And I would even go as far as to argue, and I'm guessing Chelsea would say the same, that that uh, social media is not the best place to even launch something for <laughs> a lot of things. 
get them on an email list or a webinar or somewhere where you have a little bit more control um, over it. Uh, Because, you know, if they make an algorithm change right as you're going into a launch, you know, Mm -hmm. it's completely out of out of your hands. And so so that was that's the first thing I would say. But the second thing I would say is if you have an audience, go where they are, of course. If you don't have an audience, look for the platforms where you can reach a lot of new people very quickly. And those are these vertical short form video platforms. So that's TikTok, that's Instagram Reels, that's Facebook Reels, and that's YouTube Shorts. Um, I just as an experiment, I started a new TikTok channel this year. The first video with zero followers. The first video reached a thousand people. The second one reached fifteen hundred. So you know, imagine sitting in a room by yourself, and then a couple of days later, it's like, okay, cool, I've I've reached twenty five hundred people. Now, not all of them, you know, hit follow or anything like that, but the ability to get people quickly is great. There, um, I'd say if you're launching something really new and innovative, any of them could work. But TikTok seems to have this. Um, knack for getting interesting, cool stuff in front of a lot of people. So I think you could also add um, that on there as well. So, all right, let me do a recap really quick. Six ways to improve the next thing you launch. Uh, Chelsea shared, test it first, do an alpha launch. And she gave a lot of details about that. If you want to go back and revisit that. Um, I said, talk about it before you sell it. People want things they can't buy. And so if you talk about it before it's on sale, you'll actually increase more desire. Uh, Number three, Chelsea shared to set realistic expectations. If you set your goals too high, it can be very, very discouraging and backfire. Uh, Number four, I shared to brainstorm all the reasons somebody won't buy, because then you'll have reasons to overcome all of those objections, and you'll be much more confident when you go into the sales process. Uh, Number five, Chelsea shared commit for the long haul. You're going to build on it over and over and over again. And so if you quit the first moment, it gets hard. Obviously, you'll never achieve what are probably your dreams. And then number six, offer a generous money-back guarantee. It removes all the risk from the buyer, lets them experience what you've got. Obviously, this applies differently for different businesses, but I feel like if Amazon can do it and they're mailing everything, then almost anybody can offer a very generous money-back guarantee. So, all right, uh, Chelsea, now you got to pick what was your favorite of the six. There is no pressure to pick mine. Ooh. You can absolutely pick one of your own, okay? Ooh, Hmm. For me, commit for the long haul. That has that speaks a lot just to me and my business. And um, I think a lot of what we hear in the online spaces is like get rich quick. And that's mm-hmm. just not realistic for most people. Um, and if you do get rich quick, it's probably because you have years of experience that are um, your foundation. So I love the idea of committing for the long haul. Don't give up just because things get hard. It's just you haven't quite figured out what needs to be tweaked. So okay. that's my personal favorite. Love it. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pick one of mine as well, and, and that is to add a guarantee to whatever you're offering. It is the fastest way you could do it today and start seeing an increase in sales. And remember, you can always take it away if it doesn't or it makes you uncomfortable or anything like that. But of all the stuff we shared, I think it's one of the ways you can do something the fastest. And so definitely encourage you to consider that for your business. I see my members in Leads Lab do it all the time. And immediately it's like people are in there and they all, you know, they love what they have to offer. So, all right. Um, If you want to take a deep dive on any of these and find all of the notes about everything, you can go to the sixways.com slash one three for episode 13, the sixways.com slash one three some really awesome ships uh, some really awesome tips were shared today and so remember we all do better when we all do better so take a second tag somebody who might benefit from this or send them a link to the episode and uh, let's all grow our businesses together 
If you want to check out a couple of other episodes, if you like this one, you might enjoy Six Ways to Stay Ethical and Still Be Wildly Profitable, which was episode 10, and Six Ways to Use LinkedIn to Become a Thought Leader if LinkedIn is your platform of choice. Uh, this is a great episode to check out, and that was episode seven. Um, you can find links in the episode notes wherever you're watching or listening today. So Chelsea, thank you so much for being on the show. Love this conversation. Uh, come back anytime. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being part of the Six Ways podcast with host Jerry Potter. You can find other helpful and share where the episodes at the sixways.com. And remember to take action on something you heard today and let us know how it goes. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. And don't forget to sign up at dailysocialmediatips.com to get the same powerful tips and strategies that thousands of other entrepreneurs enjoy receiving direct to their inbox each day for free. Just the first couple emails you get have completely transformed the way some business owners look at their social media marketing. Want to see how? Sign up now at dailysocialmediatips.com and we'll see you in the next episode.